You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, it was definitely an interesting experience. I'm glad I went there. Aren't you glad? But I do not understand your obsession. There is something There is something deeply strange about you. There is not. And plus, you okay. didn't get to see it in like the proper way. Like There were a lot of people oh, there. You, so mean, I don't... you mean a creepier way than it was? Yeah, because it's I think super it was creepy, less creepy when you're by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, because... I love it. I was annoyed with all the people. No, I met up with you, and first off, you're reading a book on death, and then we go to the mausoleum. All right, we need to clarify. I'm not reading a book on death. I'm reading know. Neil Gaiman's graphic novel I'm, I'm, about the character I'm of gonna death. I'm going to find out what the steps are to serial mm. killer. I think you're close. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And Thank you for finding us. We're going to explain what we were talking about here at the beginning and uh, and get into some other stuff here in just a minute. Do want to remind everybody, though, whatever you're doing, if mm-hmm. you're going to be doing any online shopping, you know, this is a big online shopping week, Sarah. It's, it's gearing up. Weather's Why getting nicer in some places in the country. Week? Some places it's not good weather. But because of the weather, a lot of people are online shopping. And so you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. And uh, that is the best way to handle that. You know, whatever your weather is, you can buy something for it. I was trying my different pitch. You know, every day we're trying different pitches. I really no, not every day. This Don't one, put look, we sl- into something that. that's, that's universal. You. Okay, behind the scenes, like for this pitch, I was like, okay, what's something universal? Everybody has something to say about that they'll complain about, or whether it's good or bad. I've or got something to say. You know, it's always going to be about the weather. So I tried to slide in weather keywords into my Amazon advertisement to make that work and. I think that'll work pretty well for us. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon mm-hmm. link, no matter what the weather is where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. We'll try that one. Um, also, coming up on the show today, we are going to be joined by our friend Caitlin Weirhauser. Yes, who will be, of course, because this is the kickoff today of Bridgetown Comedy Festival Week. It is. Which is one of the most exciting weeks of our year. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bridgetown Comedy Festival right here in Portland. So you can get your tickets at bridgetowncomedy.com. Caitlin is fantastic. She's performing at a bunch of different shows on there, and she's going to be joining us here in just a little bit right here on the show. All right. We've bounced around to a bunch of stuff to get to this. Let's let's talk about what we were bringing up here at the beginning, though. And it's it's something that, Sarah, if you listen to this show, if you've heard this show for a long time, uh, then you know... Sarah is obsessed with something, and it's not just mac and cheese, or it's not any things like that. Last time, it's been like three weeks now since mac and cheese. I am so proud of myself. Three weeks, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's good for you. Good for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm really trying. You know, you're staying Mm -hmm. strong. I am. uh, Yeah, I know, and and I'm very proud of you. Is there there like a group that you go to for that? No, but I mean, I just have to stop looking at pictures of it. Like, I can't think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I true. mean, because once, I, like, cause, you know, people will like post pictures. Of, like, <laughs> Do you often look cheese. up pictures of mac and cheese? No, but I'll like stumble across them. Like someone's posted, and like you know, a lot How of does people one stumble will po- across because people post pictures of macaroni and cheese on on like my social media pages all the time. Uh-huh. And then once I see the picture, it makes me hungry for it. Oh, okay. So I've got to not look. So you just at you it. can't even look at it. Mm-mm. Like you can't be near it at all. No, because I just start to like salivate as soon as. I look <laughs> oh wow! At the wow! Is there like a mac and cheese efficient, uh, like efficient magazine or something like that, or? A mac and cheese aficionado. No, because plus you know I like the basic stuff anyway. Right. I'm a basic macaroni and cheese girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. 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 You don't need that I like fancy my craft. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So don't post any pictures of mac and cheese on no, Sarah's Facebook page. No, please don't. Please <laughs> don't. 
<laughs> All right. Well, anyway, yeah, you're you're fighting that. That's not the obsession, though, that I'm talking about. It's <sighs> your obsession. You've got two of them here in town, and, and I think we should get into this a little bit. Uh, Sarah is, if you know anything about her, there is a cemetery here called the Lone First Cemetery mm. in Portland, which um, a lot of the original founders of Portland are buried there. And it's a, you know, it's a very, it's a beautiful cemetery. Still, you know, a field of death. And Sarah is obsessed with going through. Oh, it's a field of history. Through, <laughs> that's, a, that's your negative way No, of there is. It's it. history, too. And that's why I like going through it occasionally. You, however, run through that. Uh, when you go on your runs, you run through the cemetery. I rode my bike today, and I'm, I'm going to ride my bike through it today. And the, you do this. How many times would you say you go there? Twice a week. Three, three times a week. Three times a week. Three I would say at week. least three times. Judging by your Instagram uh, uh, account, it's probably three times no, a week. No, you don't know and how many pictures of the cemetery I don't post. Uh, that's your Because right. I hear your little like voice in my head like, there's, there's always pictures of the cemetery. So I'll only post like one a month. <laughs> but the rest of them, you're just sitting there obsessing. And I'll save obsessing. them sometimes. I'll save them because I'll be like, oh, this is a really cool. And like, it's my voice in your head. something that I haven't seen before. I'm like, I'll save it and I'll post it in like two weeks so that Greg can't be like, why are you always posting pictures of the cemetery, sir? <laughs> so it's my head. Good. I'm glad that it's my voice yeah, in your head you telling you Yeah, you ruin everything. And so there's that. But then the other thing. I'm that, not wandering through this. It's being asked by our friend Keelan. In the live whatever, chat. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Overwhelmingly live. negative saying, why, who goes to a cemetery three times a week without family there? I'm not like, they're perusing the entire time. I'm like, like to walk through. It's a beautiful park. It's near my neighborhood. It's I, a beautiful field of death. Yeah. It is. It has beautiful so, artwork on the tombstones. The trees are mm-hmm, glorious. True. Yeah. All of mm-hmm. that. But it's a park full of corpses. And so, anyway, you go there three times a week. That's that's kind of a lot. So, the, on top of that, though, you're also obsessed with what is uh, I, no, actually I don't even remember the official name. But it's the Wilhelm Portland Memorial Mausoleum. The Wilhelm Portland Memorial Mausoleum. Now, this is a giant uh, mausoleum in Selwood, which is a section of Portland. Kind of, it's right by the Willamette River. Um, kind of a beautiful little area. But this mausoleum is gigantic. And Sarah, well, did you even like comprehend how big it was? Uh, before sure. no, come on, just be honest. Well, let's get to that point. All right, let's uh, explain what it is because I know you're obsessed with it. Most people do have no idea what this thing is. Okay, so this is the. Uh, it was established in 1901. This is the Wilhelm Portland Memorial Mausoleum. Over 100, like somewhere between 100,000 and 200,000 people are buried in the walls of this building. Now the building is eight stories tall, seven miles of corridors, and uh, basically some of the bodies are even from like the 1800s, early 1800s, but had to be relocated when there were damage to cemeteries that were like closer to the waterfront. So they would exhume the bodies and put them uh, into the mausoleum, which they actually still do today. Like people can have their uh, loved ones relocated into the mausoleum. Okay. Because there are like open spaces. But but it's basically eight stories of walls that are made by dead people. Like they're made with dead people, like just stacked on top of each other. Yes. Like I've always thought about, that's always fascinating me. If you could like see an x-ray version of that building, it would just be... Hundreds of thousands of bodies. Yeah. Just uh, making the walls. In the live chats, you want to saying, uh, calling it the Portland catacombs. Yeah, basically, there are above ground catacombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you're not allowed to go in there very often. It used to be open to the public. And it I used to be open to the pop- public, and then shit apples came in, and they were abused. Right. Like, who vandalizes a crypt? Like, who, who does Ooh, that's a special or, kind of bad. That's a special uh, kind of shit apple. Whatever you believe in, whether you believe in God or you're an atheist or whatever it is, there's something. That's just bad vibes. That's bad vandalizing juju. a mm-hmm. grave. Yeah, that's just not good. So, yeah, so a lot of people, uh, like, including myself, I used to go there because I find it very peaceful. I don't know why. That's just, it's a thing. That's that's who I am. I find cemeteries and malls, I find them peaceful. Right. And you and you. I do. Been... Like, regular parks stress me out. I don't know. There's too much going on. Like, I like just being able to relax. Too much and... happiness and life. 
I like just being able to relax and be like, all right, cool. Just hanging out with some, you know, some friends I never knew. Uh Mm Uh-huh. All right. Well, (laughs) the, so this mausoleum, like Sarah's always talked about it and it was open over Memorial Day weekend. It's open to the public. So you can actually go in there. And Sarah convinced me to finally go down and walk through this thing. I'll say this. It is, when you get inside, you don't realize how many how many bodies are actually in there? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to say this to be disrespectful. I'm just saying it's it's a lot. It's I mean, each floor is stacked, and they're like, I don't know, anywhere between five to ten high, mm-hmm. like packed from floor Some to ceiling. Some of them are double. Like I don't know exactly yeah, got how two, they two do that. Yeah, where it'd be like a you know, like a married couple, and mm-hmm. it'll have like both of their names on the one particular square that right. both of their bodies are in. Or you'll have, which are clearly like the richer people because they've got like a whole little enclave just like to themselves. Like family enclaves, yeah. Yeah, with like uh, stained glass windows and things like that. Um, it was it was a very interesting thing to go through. The thing I did find fascinating was just how, how it was grouped together. A lot of it was like, oh, these are all people that died in the 40s. You know, it'd be all like 1946, just like across mm-hmm. an entire wall. Everybody died in that year that was buried in that section. And that's when they and, would build the separate sections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was a very fascinating thing to go through and and then see, you know, and then obviously newer people, they have, they have stuff that are put up there, you know, honoring honoring people that passed away. Um, some of it is just straight up uh, fucking creepy. Yeah. Though. I'm not going to lie. There's the, the creepiest section in that this is thing. the cre- that's funny that you got that same feeling because there is one section that is dude it's pretty uh, it's off-putting a little bit it is totally off-putting you walk down this so it's i mean it's all very sterile you know because it's it's full of bodies in the walls with just plaques and on the, the lower the levels as you go down the colder it gets too and this was a pretty low level yeah and there's this one you walk all the way down this giant hallway and it's just creepy as hell and and everybody in there like i was looking at the dates because i try to figure out like like what I like to do is I'll, I'll look at the date and be like, okay, what was life like right then? They died in nineteen nineteen. Okay, so World War One had just gotten over. They don't even know what's going on with the world at that point. You know, that flight was something brand new. Um, and so, so I just I'm walking down this thing. But at the very end of the hall, this was by far the creepiest thing. Was this little enclave? Because at the ends, you know, this is where the rich people have their own giant section, which could hold a whole bunch of bodies, but they take it up all to themselves. And this one was just this couple uh, that was that were they had their plaque on the wall. And a rope blocking off a single old chair, slightly stained with dirt, that was just sitting there. You couldn't touch the chair. You couldn't it's, get to the chair. But it was for gated old man front. Yeah, old man Smith's chair or whatever that he used to sit in. And now it sits right there, and you just sit there and look at it, and there's something that is more off-putting than about anything else I've ever seen. Yeah, and it has, like, this it dirty so window behind it, disturbing. too. It's a dirty window that has, like, um, you know, because people have, like, like spray-painted some parts of the outside because that building has been there for so long. But it's just, like, this mucked-up, dirty, like, dingy window, and it's just, like, this light sunlight glowing through it with going onto this stained chair with a spiked metal locked gate. At the end of this dark, cold hallway, and just old man Smith's <laughs> chair. Oh, uh, yeah, I did not like that part. Greg got a little weirded out. He's just like, I don't like... I don't, I, I, need I did to not get like that. Here. You're like, no. I need to get out of here. This feels bad. This it, feels bad. I'm like, oh. It did not. It did not. Yeah. He, it did not feel good. Yeah. I did not like that down there. Uh, so there was that section. But the rest of it, you know, it was, I will say this, it was a very interesting experience to go in there. I'm good. I'm good with it for a while. I don't need to go back there. <laughs> That's fine for me. That's enough death for, for to be around for one day. You know, not that I'm afraid of it. We all have to go sometime, but I don't really need to hang out there that often. 
maybe I'll go one year from now and when it's open again. Mm-hmm. But that is that is it. That that was good enough for me. Yeah. Now you, however, would go back there all the time. I would. I I, I enjoyed going there. Enjoy looking at uh, at history. I don't know. It's like the closest thing like in my well, neighborhood. What? Oh well, no, because it's like a museum to me almost. Because there's so much art and like there are statues and uh, there stained are. glass windows and stuff. There are, you know, and I like it. Like if I go travel or something like that, uh, you know, sometimes that stuff's really interesting, especially older places. Because Portland's not that old compared to really anywhere else. So when you go somewhere, when you start seeing, you know, people that were born in the early 1700s or 1600s, something like that, mm-hmm. like back east, then that's that gets that's really fascinating to me. But yeah, uh, um, you know, I'm just. Eh. That was that was good enough for me. That was good enough. I don't need to. I don't need. I don't. I just don't like the feeling in there. That I don't want to be in there that, again. Why no? Well, why do you like make me like? You're all of a sudden trying to make me feel like the crazy person. Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you feel like the crazy person. I'm merely explaining what happened. Has anything I've said been unfactual in no. any way? What is so, funny though is the people that are obsessed with the mausoleum. I saw uh, my friend Alicia who was there. Uh, when when you were there actually too, and I just met up with Greg, and then I saw my friend Alicia. I'm like, oh hey, I'm like, and she's like, oh, how many times have you been here this weekend? I'm like, oh, this is my second. And she's like, oh, me too, because people who love the mausoleum love the mausoleum. I saw a, a bunch of people that I recognized from the Portland Cacophony Society who mm. used to like have events there and stuff. Like, it's a really beloved area. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not You're saying just it's making not. me sound creepy. I'm just saying, you know, and it was great. Go to it once. Definitely do that. That was just and don't that go was just on Memorial Day proper. It's open the entire weekend. Like that it is so crowded. I've never seen that many people. It actually was unnerving to me at how many people, like living people, there were in there. That made me feel uncomfortable. You were mad about the number of living I was people pissed. you were around. Yeah, there were so many people. There weren't even that many people, to be honest. There were so many people. It no, because usually, that many people. like when I went on Saturday by myself, um, you're acting like it was wall to wall packed. Most of the time, you weren't around anybody. It, it was, was like pretty crowded. Every once in a while, you'd see another person. You'd walk by another person. No, and I didn't hear it. Like on Saturday, I didn't hear a single person. When I walked down that creepy hallway, and I was, I walked all the way down there by yeah. myself, and I was looking, you know, at that at the old Fuck man's that chair. Hallway. I do not like that. That is one <laughs> thing I will say. The whole place is, you know, it's fine. It is what it is, you know, uh, like being respectful of everybody. That hallway, fuck that hallway and fuck that dude's chair. I don't care. That that dude, that guy either knew what he was doing messing with everybody else. I don't, that was not, a, that's not a sweet gesture. There's something sinister about that. I do not like it. I do not like that It was chair. a creepy chair. I don't There's like no chair. There's no reason for that chair to be sitting there. There's no reason for that because chair. Because there, there are a lot of chairs. So the other thing about it is that there are lots of chairs and tables, lamps, and tissue boxes everywhere. Because people well, do have, well, people do have their loved ones Yeah, but that's there. for normal people, living and people to sit in. That's what I'm saying. I, it, there's no reason why a chair would be locked behind a spiked gate that nobody could sit on. No, that's a dead man's chair it's that is just sitting there chair. judging you. I don't know what it is he's doing, but... Ah, it's being pointed out in the chat, Greg, but yes, technically it was packed wall-to-wall with people. Yes, that is true. That is true. All right, well, there's there's that. That happened. That was the mausoleum thing. But before that happened, though, I do want to say a big thank you uh, to our special guest that we had on Friday, and that was Jay Chandrasekhar from... Now I've got that name down. Chandrasekhar. Yeah. yeah. Jay Chandrasekhar. He, of course, from Super Troopers, you know, all of the movies. Well, Broken Lizard. Everything Broken Lizard has done. And he's directed and directed tons of other stuff. We went to his show on fr- last Friday at Helium Comedy Club. Which was hilarious. He was awesome. And on top of that, I just want to say thank you uh, because he he blasted us out on Twitter as uh, with a pretty good compliment. Mm-hmm. Saying that, uh, that he had uh, very, he said, our interview was fucking fun, very fucking fun or something. Yes, along yeah. those lines. And that he posted on his Twitter account. And then when we talked to him, um, you know, sometimes Let's it feels good. Let's do it on horns. I don't care. You know what? We work our asses up. 
We came up to us. The sometimes it feels nice to you know feel good. You know, this is a this is a show where you know working in podcasting. Sometimes it's it's nice to have feedback from mm-hmm. from uh, big stars like that. And yeah, he told us that he told us in person at Helium, and he's just like after it took a second, you know, because he's being bombarded by people. And we're like, hey, Jay, he's like, oh, hey, Sarah, hey, Greg, and then he's and then he told us that. Out of all of the interviews that he's done, he thinks that the one that he did with us is the best interview that he's ever had. Yeah, which I thought he was fucking with me at first. I'm like, really? Are you fucking with me? He's like, no, no. It was like you guys set up a good environment. You had good questions. Like you were relaxing, we were... comfortable. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know that was just really cool. It was just it was something. Cool. It felt good. It I felt feel weird good. talking about ourselves in that way. You know what? We but... it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's something Shit, that we did. It's something that happened to us. We talk about our lives. That was that was one of these things. That was very gratifying. It was very cool because we work really hard to make sure that you know that we can give good interviews, right? And, you know, and keep the show going and everything. And having uh, yeah, having someone that talented say that. That yeah. it was the best interview they've ever had. It's awesome. It was awesome. And and thank you to listeners too who like that stuff on Twitter and retweet. It really is. Twitter's pretty powerful for what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really do appreciate that. If you follow us at Fun Amp Radio or retweet something or or you know, like something or or write to one of our guests and say, Hey, thanks for coming on. That stuff actually does kind of go a long way for mm-hmm. us. So we really do appreciate that. And yeah, it was uh, it was it was it was, it was a pretty cool. good feeling. It's a pretty good feeling. It's okay to toot your own horn sometimes All if right. you actually deserve it. Like well, good. Yeah. Good. Then, uh, okay. yeah, I think it's okay too. All right. Okay. Now I feel. Weird. All right. See, All right. now we're doing it too much. Right. Let's now just, we're doing let's it too much. Let's, let's tear up. ourselves back down again. Can't ever be too happy. But I do have to say, it was too even too far for me. So you were talking about how I had my death book, my uh, Neil Gaiman. Oh yeah, it's that's the, true. Uh, Neil yeah. Gaiman. It's the it's the death series that uh, my wonderful friend Chris Walsh let me row. So. um it was all, it was too much for me. Like I brought it with me and I had it in my hand, but I'm like, I'm not gonna do this. I couldn't because it's what I'm currently. You reading. You were gonna read it in the muscle. Yeah, because it's what I'm currently reading, Dude, and I wanted to finish it. And, and then I realized that no, I didn't. I didn't. Did do you bring it. a boombox with the cure to play too while you're doing it? Or I had my Pandora station for that. It's oh fine. my god, were you gonna listen to the cure? I did listen. Actually, oh, was, actually, it was my Echo and the Bunnymen station. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows knows. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. My face Comes is red now. Free this black is lipstick. Shut up. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, now, Greg, do you remember the uh, what's his name? The the hot inmate. Oh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, I know what you're you talking do. about. You know, no, his I name. don't. Yes, you I do. I intentionally. I don't even know it. Block I, that it out. I haven't even read it today, and I remember Jeremy Meeks. Yeah, okay, yeah, I did not you do know remember. that. I do not remember. All right. Well, of course, it wouldn't be a regular day without an update on Jeremy Meek. At least I'm pretty sure that's his name. Oh, whatever and it was. He was the guy who was the hot inmate. Con- hot convict. Hot convict. That was his name. Okay. He yeah. was the uh, prisoner who. Who was like in gun pos- Like he had uh, like felony gun possession or something. But really weird women found his uh, mugshot to be hot. And so they didn't care that he had pistol whipped someone or whatever it was mm. that he had done. Yeah. Well, now. The tables have turned because an Arkansas woman has now been nicknamed Prison Bay. Oh no, Bay. Hashtag Prison Bay, like your T-shirt that you love. Oh. After her mugshot has gone viral, let me take a look here. An Arkansas woman has been charged with a variety of crimes in the past, and may now be guilty of stealing hearts. Oh God, how can you? Oh, that's so wrong. Uh, people on social media. Uh, so this woman's name is Sarah Seawright. 
She was arrested for Sarah failure. Sarah Seawright. Sarah Seawright. Just look up Prison Bay. Well, I am, and actually, surprisingly, there's a few different pictures that pop up. Uh, Sarah C. S E A W R I G H T. She was arrested uh, for failure to appear in court for a 2014 arrest for careless driving and driving without insurance. Now, the 24-year-old suspect was uh, taken to Pulaski County Jail and booked where she posed for a a mugshot. Now, she has since been bonded out, but her booking photo has gone viral. I mean, yeah, she's pretty. Since it was posted on a web page called Ugly Plastic, which is a page uh, devoted to mugshots of attractive women. Oh, wow. How sad is that? There's something incredibly sad about that. (laughs) Well, this isn't Seawright's first run-in with the law. Back in 2012, she was charged... Whoa. She was arrested on charges of aggravated robbery, kidnapping, battery, hindering prosecution, prosecution, and tampering with physical evidence. So what... Wow, that's... A, okay, that's a lot of things. Wow. What was the initial crime? Uh, her initial crime is because she had a failure to appear in court for a 2014 arrest for careless driving. Oh, okay. But well, that was, not... but that wasn't that from um, from the 2012 arrest where it was kidnapping, robbery, first degree battery, that's, and that's the issue there. Yeah, I was like, oh well, she's just kind of lazy. Otherwise, but okay, nope, that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, see, right, was sentenced to five years probation uh, for pleading guilty only to hindering apprehension, which is a class B felony. She does, however, seem to be embracing her new notoriety, posting her email address. For people who want to book her for media interviews on her Instagram <laughs> why page. Would you, why would anyone want to talk to her? She's even hashtagging would she herself every time she posts using hashtag Prison Bay uh, in her own tweets. I dislike her. Yeah, she's, uh, she's hashtagging herself. Can't give yourself a n- nickname. Can't hashtag yourself. Did you post a picture She's of her? hot, but yes, she is. She is uh, yeah, here, I'll find one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a really pretty picture. She is clearly pretty. Right. I'll give her that, but I don't know. I just don't think... I don't think I'd really care to hear what she has to say in an interview. I'll just say it that way. No. You don't want to hear her talking? Well, well... If you're hashtagging yourself in this case, bay, Yeah, that is what yeah, I'm saying not, in this exact that's case. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, Greg, I didn't know that this existed. Well, so first of all, I am going to go ahead and rally to try and get myself on this council. Second of all... There is such thing as a National Hot Dog Council. Why are you not on there, this? I don't know. That's what I was just expressing yeah. to you. Well, the National Hot Dog Council, now, you know, they have their finger on the pulse of you know, what's really important. <laughs> and they've now publicly come out deeming ketchup unfit for hot dogs. What? That's got to be some controversy, right? Mm. So how do you feel about it? Now there is, well, let me tell you, I can tell you um, that I can vote on how I feel because the National Hot Dog Council has put together a condiment bracket to pick what you think the National Pastime's new best condiment should be. So um, the National Hot Dog and Sausage, oh, excuse me, Hot Dog and Sausage Council is coming out. Um, And they're launching a bracket to determine the official hot dog condiment champion. So the bracket's choices are mustard, mayo, coleslaw, sauerkraut, chili, Barbecue sauce and relish. Correct answer is none of them. Okay, uh, so that's, that's the on, correct answer. That's on one side of the bracket. If you move to the other side of the bracket, you've got onions, pulled pork, sweet peppers, hot peppers, tomato, bacon, pickle, and cheese. I believe that all of these are incorrect. The correct answer is cream cheese and tomato slices. Ew, that gross. is the best way to have a hot dog. No, cream cheese and tomato slices. I'm telling you right now, is the best decision for a hot dog that no. you will make. Maybe a slight 
tiny amount of mustard, a tiny amount, and that's it. Otherwise, otherwise dry. Nope. I'm Not just saying, if you thing. haven't tried it before, my friends, let me tell you. you Unless you're eating a chili dog, then okay, then you can put chili on it. Since I am Sarah Hot Dog Dylan, <laughs> let me tell you this. Yes. So you get yourself a Hebrew National. You get yourself some like a good cream cheese. It can be whipped. It can be whatever. It's just not flavored. Just original kind of cream cheese. Not the not the low fat bullshit kind either. Just some really good cream cheese. Get yourself a, a, a tomato. Don't get pre-sliced tomatoes. You slice those tomatoes up and you just put them in a little line next to the hot dog. You eat equal parts of hot dog to tomato to bun to cream cheese. Let me tell you, it's magic in your mouth. Are you mouth. eating it with a fork and knife? You do not eat hot dogs with a fork and knife. How dare you? That's very rude. And honestly, someone who agrees with me with that is the hot dog council. Because they uh, say that you should not be allowed to use uh, utensils. Well, I agree. I'm not, I'm not advocating that. I only eat plain hot dogs with a fork and knife. But if they're in a bun, you eat it in the bun. Uh, also, a hot dog council no is that you cannot put toppings underneath the hot dog. Because they're toppings, not bottomings, okay? Hmm. Yeah, okay, all right, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so the thing is uh, also is that you cannot use ketchup. And that's what they said. Ketchup is gross in any situation. I know, it's just like it's sugary tomato paste. Ketchup should not be allowed on burgers or fries or hot dogs because I don't enjoy it and so no one else should. Well, you don't enjoy most things, so are you saying that nobody should ever enjoy anything because you're a fun slayer? Well, they can do it. I'm just saying that they're weird for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're the weird ones. Well, yeah, so the National Hot Dog Council, if you'd, if you'd like to participate, I'm sure you can just Google National Hot Dog Council bracket and cast your vote today. Boo, boo, boo. That's, that's not the right sound effect. Out of Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, apartment, let's see, a car, apartment complex tenants are now angry at their landlords who are forcing them in an addendum to their rent, uh, into their... Uh, rent contracts. contracts. Thank mm-hmm. you. To like the Facebook page that the owners created for the apartment complex on Facebook. There's an addendum in the renter's contract that they have to like their Facebook page <laughs> in order to be a renter there. What have, how long have these people been renting rooms? All right. Well, this happened. So this is tenants of the City Park Apartments in Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, told radio stations, or excuse me, news stations there that a Facebook addendum showed up taped to their doors on Thursday night. So the contract requires tenants to friend the city park apartments on Facebook within five days or be found in breach of their rental agreement. So the document also includes a release allowing the apartment to post pictures of tenants and their visitors on the page. You can't make someone do that. No. Like, there's been all kinds and of legal... And that would be so creepy if, like, my landlord made forced me... To like my well, apartment complex? There's been all kinds of legal issues with this where businesses can't make you like the business you work for. Mm-mm. They can't enforce that. Nope. And so now they're so <laughs> they're saying like some random apartment complex in Salt Lake City. You gotta like our Facebook page. So uh, the document also What includes... if you don't have a Facebook account? Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe you have to start one in order to friend them. Uh, so one of the tenants said, I don't want to be forced to be someone's friend and be threatened to break my lease because of that. It's outrageous as far as I'm concerned. Um, and this tenant, Jason Ring, he said it's the last John. He's moving out after the final month of his lease. Um, so an attorney who was contacted said the contract addendum may not be fair to those who don't have or are unable to cre- uh, create Facebook accounts. But it doesn't specify if you don't have a Facebook account, you know, if you can't not like it. So um, if you're already signed on the lease, this is what the uh, attorney that they were asking about. A tenant may not be required to sign a late add-on. However, um, yeah, so they can't like legally be required to do it. However, that's probably going to be really awkward for living in that apartment complex 
because your landlord is basically forcing you to try and like their Facebook page. Yeah. Which now I kind of want to go and like this Facebook page to see what it is. It's the City Park Apartments in Salt Lake City. I don't want to like it, but I want to see what they're posting. I know. I want to see if people are like, what the fuck? All right. And, okay, yeah. All right. And you know what? I'll just wrap it up right there. There, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. All right. We need to go to break and bring in our guest because we're going to be joined by Caitlin Weyerhaeuser. Awesome. Who's part of the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, which is happening this week. So it starts. It kicks off uh, tomorrow. Yeah, officially kicks off tomorrow. And then um, get your tickets at bridgetowncomedy.com. It is going to be so much fun. Uh, But, yeah, we need to go to break and bring her in. Right. Of course, my. Now. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Don't steal her sunglasses. It's inappropriate. It's not. It's it's not my fault if she's lazy and forgets them. I mean, I can't help it. Laziness has nothing to do with forgetfulness. (laughs) God damn it! I'm covering everything Caitlin's wearing right now because not only does she have the amazing sunglasses that fashion watch on might not that might not be in the green room anymore. (laughs) She also has a pretty sweet David Bowie shirt. Three D. Oh, it is 3D. It's totally 3D. Okay, that's Now, have you looked badass. at it with 3D glasses? Yeah, but I lost the glasses already. Oh. I lost the 3Ds already. I'll I, have, I, have extra, I have extra 3D glasses at home. Well, Greg, you should probably bring them to Bridgetown Comedy Festival. It's happening this weekend. Well, I that's what Caitlin's going to be. But I will be there at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. <laughs> so, yes, Caitlin, where is our hello? Hello. Hi. Hello to you. Can we just bring back 3D glasses as like a fashion thing that we just, I'm doing it. Yes. Like, I, don't, I don't need anybody <laughs> to do it with me. I love it. I'm, I'm in. And when I'm I say board. bring back, I don't know if it was ever a thing. <gasps> I don't um, know, but. Dr. Jacoby from Twin Peaks. There it is. He, yeah, he, he brought that. I think. Uh, you can actually buy those. I think at like Buffalo Exchange or something. I've seen some of them. But I don't know. Just what make that them is. your make them your thing. Yeah. Just walk around Paper. looking like a crazy Paper person. Paper classes. You know, <laughs> normal just, stuff. Just no big deal. Everything will look cool. It's Portland. Just, just, that, just do it. It'll pass. Like, nobody will question, probably. Nope. Here. Like, nobody no. would say a word. Like, are you looking at anything that's in 3D? Like, no. But you know, if it's there, I would see it. Exactly. So. Her Find picture would get taken, yeah. and you'd be on, like, some fashion blog. Like, look at what's hip in Portland this week. Which I've always wanted to be photographed. I never will. Or what's it? hip in Portland? No, because they oh, have yeah, those, yeah. like the, the fashion spread. watch. Yeah. The, like, one page, and it's like, oh, we were on Division today, or like, we were on Alberta, yeah. like, look at all the cute outfits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, you're, mm-hmm. like, that's working. I'm like, I, I, I'm just usually in my like running clothes. I, when I saw you, I was in my dumpy running clothes <laughs> <laughs> every time I do, because she works in the same neighborhood that I live in. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Sweated. Yeah, and sweating. That's that's my that's story. Yeah. So do you really want to be photographed for this? <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> Not really, actually. Uh, Caitlin, you have a bunch of shows coming up. I do. Week. Yeah, and you're going to be busy. Can we talk about what else you have going on this week? Yeah. Your week sounds like, just before we went it's on. It's a lot. Caitlin's also moving this week when it happens to be Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Oh, man. Because it's perfect. Why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't I schedule everything for the same time? So we're having, you know, not like one big panic attack, but just like 4,000 tiny ones. Yeah. Just like little earthquakes. A lot of little <laughs> micro <laughs> panic attacks. It's been a real hard time. Uh, I'm not going to freak out. Cry more. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you have to move a far away? No, I'm I'm moving down to like 48th and Division, mm. which I have a lot of mixed feelings about because I don't like Division. But the house I'm moving into is like super rad. It's just I don't. Uh, everything's a condo now, and yeah. like I'm sorry, but the worst people <laughs> are moving there, and yep. so now it's just like like roving 
gangs of like yoga ladies that like don't understand how to share a sidewalk or that like people oh have my, to oh, yeah. go places. Like, they don't <sighs> walk right. Yeah. No, I can't tell you exactly. my hands are driven off the sidewalk by people who just like are just spaced out, three of them, and like, nobody yeah. even thinks to be considerate of the fact that somebody's walking toward them. So I'll just yeah. step into the street. I'm like, I just don't feel like dealing with this right now. I think we bring in like proper city rules. If they're going to build up condos and they're going to have nothing but like high end treats or whatever that they're building right. on division. And, you know, I mean, Hawthorne too. A, is, which has been the case for a long time. Mm. But, like, if you're going to look like a city, we're going to act like a city. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm going to shoulder check totally. the crap out of you. <laughs> I am all on board with this. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, it's goes, about time. I like Caitlin's America. That's perfect. <laughs> yes. Out of my way. Uh, which, which is a fun game that I'll play, like, once a week, which is, like, just don't make space for men. Like, don't go. I'm not going to go yeah. out of my way to, like, Oh, excuse me, you're a man, so I should get out of the way. Mm. Yeah. Like once a week at least, I'll just be like, nah, today's the day. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Not going to happen. No. That's great. You, you I can love get that. get out of my way. I've yeah. been having more problems, though, with like the tiny yoga girls like you've been talking about, yeah. where they're just like, they are also, I mean, they're, they're not as pretty. big as a man, but they're like really packed together and they take up a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> they're like one and a half dudes. Very spacey them. for this. Oh, like if you ever walked past like a Pilates studio as they're letting out for class. Oh, oh. God. Oh, <laughs> that's a new level of hell <laughs> I've discovered. They smell so bad, oh, and God, there's so many of them, and they're all just like out of their mind. Just and like they're all spacey. <laughs> ah, I just don't know how my body goes anymore. <laughs> but at the same time, a little self-righteous, like I just got out of hot yoga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm in one with my spirituality yeah. right now. I'm just carrying so much toilet paper back to my house. <laughs> We're all doing our own thing today. You know Everybody what? Does <laughs> so not only do you have seven <laughs> shows this week at Bridgetown, no big deal. You're also <laughs> thanks for the panic. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, fine. There it was. That was one fine. right there. It was a little Sorry. one. Quick panic. <laughs> <Everything's back. okay. laughs> How did it turn into seven? <laughs> well, because you're you're much beloved, and you know, I much think beloved. people want to have you on their shows. Yeah, I mean, starting to see Thursday, let's get together. Yeah, a bunk bar kickoff, which is my you favorite thing night. is that they'll put like, and I commended. Um, like Whitney for this in the past for having like the gay show especially like the gay lady show mm. right at the beginning of the festival yeah because it like bands us all together then for the rest oh, of the week the rest like you know yeah we get other. to hang yeah. out absolutely <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about that show <laughs> um, returning champ Sam J <laughs> awesome <laughs> so excited to hang out and that's on Thursday oh, yeah. and then you have two yeah. on Friday yeah Rants Off Dance Off is oh, always so fun I know oh. And that's and then comedy on the rocks is happening before. So you have back to back on. Um, I mean, sorry, I'm not trying to stress no, you. No, it's gonna be okay. Sure there's plenty of wiggle <laughs> room. <laughs> throw some more things like stress test in okay. here. Like <laughs> so, from Boston Nova, I have to get to Refuge. Is this fine if I just work out the logistics? Yeah, let's yes. do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, where so is from, where is Refuge? Um, it's like to know. I think it's down by Bunk Bar Sandwich okay. Place Party. Okay. Oh, so that's a little bit of And a... it's like a shared artist space. Like, I looked up at the website oh, yeah. a little while ago for show stuff. Oh, yeah, 116 Southeast um, Yamhill. Okay. Yeah. So oh, so it's right. right, right over there, yeah. And that's one of the things, for people who don't know, um, you know, for Bridgetown, there, it's at several different venues. There's quite a few different venues. All comedy shows going on. BridgetownComedy.com. Go there, check that out. Okay, yeah, because yeah, that's where um, Guy Barnum's Gay Bashes, yeah. Hometown Heroes, Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction. <gasps> Which might be my favorite show of the festival. Oh, oh, I yeah. love that show so much. It is always so funny. It's I love so like coming, I'm like, what kind of fucked up mind do you have? Exactly. Yeah. What, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yep. <laughs> oh, New Negroes is there too. Yeah. Yeah. And the Rants Off Dance Off, that's a solid lineup. So, of course, Caitlin Warehouser, Riley Newton, Adam Posse, Baron Vaughn, John Washington, Brittany Street. I have heard that Posse is, in fact, dancing. Not judging. I thought he was judging because he had mentioned it before, but I think he is word from Posse. 
is that he is dancing. Oh my so, god! Yes. Okay, that is absolutely something to not be missed. That's Make Friday there, <laughs> eleven p.m. at Refuge. Greg, Greg, and I will be there. Yo, I, I'm yeah, not yeah. And Adam's going to get himself a sweet new haircut today too, isn't he? That's true. Yeah, look he all like shiny. That. Wait, Posse is? That's yeah, that's what he said. He's did you see how long getting a haircut hair and a, so a beard long. trim. I I believe is what he was going for. Yeah, Dapper baby. Yeah, I yeah. saw him for some wrestling a little while back. It was getting pretty long. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see. So that's Friday. Yeah. So we're just on Friday right just now. Just only on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturday, uh, let's see, Saturday you are Midnight, Midnight Mass. Madison. Amy's show. I'm going to host an open mic. So there's this, we do, like, I like the ongoing open mic that happens downstairs analog this mm. year. Last year I think it was my father's place, but this year, downstairs analog. The upstairs is that rad venue. It's like cool little I theater space. Oh, it's really yeah. good. It's really, I've been really to the good. basement or yeah. the bottom part, but yeah. yeah. The upstairs is actually like a proper venue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Really? It's, it's really good. Sweet. Um, sound lights, the whole thing, and it's like a rad space. Uh, let's see. Katie Rose Leon had whatever forever there for a little while. Um, I think that was the last show that was there upstairs. It's great. It's mm. great upstairs. But downstairs on that weird kind of like lifted corner stage, yeah. mm-hmm. there'll be open mic. F- f- what is it? Uh, it's from 10 to 11. Yeah, but I, it goes from like Friday, Saturday, and then there's and also on Sunday. So there's rotating hosts. So for Bridgetown performers that aren't currently performing, mm. they can come through and do time. Yeah, and then so also, like how Tinker was a few years back. Yeah. Okay. Yes, all right. Yes. And then and then if you, we run out of you know people on the festival, the volunteers who are made up primarily of comedians, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> uh, can get on and do time too, which is cool if we run out of people. But it's yeah, it, the open mic is a party. As yeah. Well. Like it's fun and loose. Of course. Well, and that's yeah, and that's Saturday, and then right after that, you're bouncing over to mid. Oh, you're not bouncing upstairs. Yeah, to Midnight Mass. Which is nice. Yeah. I don't have to go super far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midnight Mass, I'm very, very excited about. <laughs> you and then you also have Reading the Bible with Dan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many of my favorite shows. I was going to say, yeah. So you're that's the one so I'm really looking forward shows. to. Yeah. Just follow me. Everyone follow me and you will see Oh, such good shows. Also, just qu- th- did you see the lineup for Midnight Mass? No, tell me, tell me. Uh, Stephen Wilbur, Nato Green, Quincy Jones, Tone Bell, Natalie Palamides, Solomon Giorgio, Whoa. Derek Gaines, and Sean Jordan. That's a that's a damn solid that's lineup right insane. there. <laughs> I'm excited to see um, uh, Quincy Jones just to see Absolutely. everything in person. Like, mm-hmm. he's, uh, for those of you who don't know, like he's the guy who was diagnosed with mm-hmm. cancer. Was it? it was cancer, right? Yeah. That he had? Yeah, and or has. And um, and then said that you know one of his last things he wanted to do was make a stand up special. Ended up get taking off. Ellen got a hold of it, and now it's an HBO special that I think comes out on like Thursday or something. It comes out really this week. Yeah, it comes out like in the yeah. middle of the festival. I'm yeah. pretty sure. And he's so funny. He's yeah, yeah. Every, all so the clips great. I've seen him, I'm like, you, you are damn funny. So yeah. that's that's great. So he's going to be at that show too. Plus, I'm a huge fan of Tone Bell and Solomon Giorgio. Mm. I haven't seen either of them. Oh, they're for a treat. Like them a lot. And then um, Sunday, yeah, we had. Um, who else? Oh, Noriko. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah. we had Noriko, and mm-hmm. he was talking about that, and it's reading the Bible with Dan, which I have never caught in person, so oh I'm really God. excited. Yeah. I know. I'm yeah. really excited because I've, I've heard recordings of it, and I've you know heard sto- yeah. so many stories about it, and I've never seen I've never witnessed it firsthand. I think we can talk about it because Dan told me that we're going to do um, – s- oh, wait. Which story are we doing? Solomon. And Gamora, yeah, yeah, the pillar oh, of salt. Sodom and and so we're gonna work. Or through, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, Sodom yeah, and Gomorrah. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that whole fiasco. <laughs> oh, 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 that's gonna be a good one. That's a real good one. That's a real solid choice. Yeah, yeah. It's real solid. Plus, like most of the stories in the Old Testament are like 
thoroughly fucked up. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> they are wrought with violence. <laughs> yeah. And they're awful. just so discombobulated. It's, Nothing yeah. makes any sense. No. Yeah. No. So and so that's gonna be it. That's gonna be on Sunday. Do you know about Appropriately the drinking game? Appropriately on Sunday. Exactly. Of yeah. course it's gotta be yeah. on Sunday. It has to be. No, but There's I a... need to know about the drinking <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, what is this? The drinking <laughs> game is it, it, some passages work better than others, but every time that it says behold, Dan <laughs> behold and you drink. Oh, <laughs> but like sometimes we'll pick other it's 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 a good thing it's on a Sunday game. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like who wants to drink heavily Absolutely. at three o'clock? Everybody. That's the answer to this. Everybody yes. does. See you was on that show. Uh, this is me just fangirling. Oh, out. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot of people. Oh, because wow. there's three oh, yeah, panels rotates. Uh, that rotate. So you do like a couple verses per panel. Oh, and at least you're doing the show with a guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which I'm super stoked I, about. Yeah. Super excited. Um, and David Borey. Uh, Androsky's on that. Nader Green again. Kate Willett, who's forever and always a treat and a treasure. Awesome. Um, yeah, I love looking at the website, too, because to even if you're not quite sure who somebody is, you can just click on it, and everything kind of links together. So you can be like, that's where you can find somewhere else. I know. That's why I like even getting like the book. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I research, do it, and then kind of plan your line of attack, like what things you're going to That is kind when. of fun, yeah. It is. Right. It's like solving a puzzle. It's like, okay, it's like, and hit this, this. And if this one's full, then we'll go ahead and hit this one, and yeah. if not that, then we'll get ready to go over there and get to that early. Like the matrix layout for the mm-hmm. schedule is helpful, but the website is what stays up to date. Yeah. And so if there's changes and tweaks, like the website Website's is what? a place to go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And if anything changes on yours, will you be updating your like Twitter page? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. At yeah, Uncle yeah. Kate? Exactly. <laughs> old Uncle Kate. <laughs> old Uncle Kate. But it's not, is it old Uncle Kate or no, just Uncle Kate? No, it's just Uncle Kate. Right. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> happened to be old. Uncle Kate. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, all that's there. So that's going to be the Twitter page in BridgetownComedy.com where you can get your tickets and get the get the wristband for the whole thing. That's yeah, just the if best you way can to do, do that, yeah. oh, you're in for such a treat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and everything's within fun. walking distance. I remember, like last year, I think we ended up walking like it was like thirty thousand steps a day. Oh, so, so I can justify all the really? beer and pizza. Yeah, because oh, I mean, like running, yeah. you know, like bouncing around all the things. I like, downloaded a pedometer and... for my phone today, and I asked a coworker because she's got like the Fitbit thing, and I was like, "Do get? I want to." use one for like a day I just want to say I don't know how many steps I take but I walk yeah. everywhere mm. and she was like oh I've got another one at home so I'm going to wear it for like a real nice uh-huh. uh, for to see <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's so addicting yeah like I didn't think that I would be have this much of a problem but once you get like there's this little vibrating thing that it does once you hit 10,000 steps which is about five miles yeah and you just kind of you work is for that is it really it is, and I'm not a fitness person at yeah. all. But like, like every dot, like this is a really old one. So like, there are new ones. Greg has a techie one that has like a a I watch like one on step it. up, yeah, yeah. But this like every dot represents uh, two thousand steps, and then once you get the five, it oh, does like cool. this little flashy dance thing. Oh, fun! And then you know you did five miles, and you're like, cool. I can eat pizza now. Yep, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> so that's pizza it. Alarm. I'm going to be tracking that with this and subsisting on nothing but uh, pizza and beer. Excellent. Absolutely, yeah. that's the whole week. And donuts. Don't forget. About, oh, never forget about. Never forget. I really hope that we have a little bit of sponsorship from one of the um, granola fruit bar ones this year. Because we need it. Is there anything besides sugar and cheese? No. 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 All Jane, I think that saved our live is that we had Naked sponsor. And so we had Naked bars, which are fantastic. (laughs) And I think saved our lives. Uh, (laughs) But it also like completely removed any concept of value that I have for Naked 
chicken bars. So like, I will never purchase. No, you don't want to buy. No, oh, like no, no, no. These are free. No, yeah, I don't pay for these guys. things. No, ten dollars. This was to be free. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so like their marketing them did not work. <laughs> no, just, like I like them a lot, but like I will never buy. I'm just waiting for another case to show up magically. <laughs> it is some things do ruin you for other yeah. things. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was when we worked for the Blazers. We would get to broadcast. Sometimes we'd broadcast from their locker room. Like they weren't there or anything. Yeah. We we're in there and they oh, had so much rad. free shit. Yeah. Like just stacks of like energy bars and drinks yeah. and all this stuff. Every, like they had kinds I don't of know if Gatorade we were supposed and... to or not, but I'd always walk out with a handful. <laughs> Greg, what I'm telling you is that they never told us not to. No, exactly. they did not tell us not to. They didn't. There wasn't a sign like, unless you're a trailblazer, do not eat this. And we're like, oh, cool. I'm like, are right, you hungry? I need granola bar for later. Let's see that. And they had all those like gummy. Oh, they had like fancy They're never stuff. hiring us again. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah I don't All care. those like gummy like Gatorade things. Energy things. Oh, were those and... gross? They were not bad. You know what was gross is they had the Gatorade protein shakes. <laughs> Which were kind of, it's like Gatorade milk. And it just doesn't, it wasn't Yeah, right. no, it was called something else. It was like, uh, oh, what was, it did have like milk in the title. It, it, it was, was some sort of like powdery like kind of thing. Like milk juice or something. But it looked it expensive, weird. so Greg and yeah, I. Well, <laughs> the name was like, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, and they had all kinds of, there was like gum. Like, uh, I know, we were, we were so impressed with the gum. Like, we yeah, but still, impressed. it was free. Was so it I'm like, like energy gum? No, it's just like regular, just like, regular like, like double mint or something. Woo! Look at these fancy people with their chewing gum. I know, we even hit it from the producer because I didn't, like, it's, I don't think he would have cared, but it's just like, we think we might be doing something wrong, but I'm not quite sure. It goes right in the bag. But we wait for him to go to the bathroom and be like, all right, cool, I need a couple bottles of water for later. <laughs> it's Gatorade. I even took one of their fancy um they they have special uh books just for them like like uh, oh, shopping did. books so there was one for what is a shopping book? okay like so a this catalog? is yeah it was like oh, catalog shopping book <laughs> <laughs> with their chewing gum <laughs> Oh my god, I almost spit up. You're like half Amish. (laughs) (laughs) That's his country living. They had non goat cheese. It was real raisin. (laughs) Yes, catalog. This is some people call them. I call them shopping. When you're rich, you call them shopping books. Button book. (laughs) (laughs) It's Greg's laptop TV. <laughs> Greg, tell us more about the shopping book. I mean, the shopping book. <laughs> oh <my laughs> no, it was this thing, though. It was for professional athletes where it was all just like Rolls Royces, like how where you should spend your money. And it, was it was for like, like if you only had like two million dollars. Buy an island. Above. Like, what? ooh, there are islands available. Here's some Rolls Royces. Here's a fancy yacht Wait, you can get. So is this that's like, just, that's insane. No, and that's what it was. It was just for them. Just for just okay. for professional athletes. The last time I think I, I shopped out of a catalog like that, that's the only thing that springs to mind is remember when we had to like sell stuff for like elementary school? Oh yeah, it was like go around and like sell the magazine oh, subscriptions yeah. or the greeting cards or the candy Books or whatever or, it was. Yeah. And it was like if you get all these points, you can get this like you know gasoline powered scooter, <laughs> yeah. like which no one ever got. Also but... a helicopter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what I imagine them. They're like, right. <laughs> you, you get can the free out of the catalog, <laughs> but it's an island. Was that toward the end? Score for the island. Was that toward the end when we saw the writing on the wall? When you're just like, well, let's just go ahead and take it now. I just took one. I'm yeah, like, yeah, fuck it. You took, well. a, you yeah. took a shopping book. Yeah, I took a shopping book <laughs> love to, to look at the Rolls Royce. This is that. Actually, I think I still have it at home. I kept it. So I'm just like, this is something I will never see this again. What what professional athletes? Oh, that's I, not the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see the writing on the wall here. <laughs> Any day now, you could be that professional athlete. Well, anyway. 
Pick up your Bridgetown shopping book at BridgetownComedy.com. <laughs> it's really a Greg. website, Greg. <laughs> it's a website. It's a website. Damn it. <laughs> well, should we just, are we rapping? Should we rap? What are we doing? Uh... Yeah, sure. I I'm mean, trying is to there a out. rap segment now? Yes, you, Greg is saying, a rapper. Are you saying that's it? We're done. Greg Sarah's is a rapper. Pulling the cord. Sarah's I was in a rap rap battle. He was you in a rap battle. I was. The whitest rap battle of all time. Oh it was me and Scott Daly. There's a picture of him in the green room uh-huh. um, that you might have seen when you were stealing our coffee. Right yeah. 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 I did help myself. Oh, also I owe you a beer from last <laughs> I can't even remember the last time we had a beer on the show. Like we've just That beer's been sitting in there for so long. I figured it had, and I was like, you know what? They're not going to care. <laughs> we never well, care. You I can take whatever you want. I count after every episode, just so you know, but I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> Greg, I think we should make an effort to have a beer sometime this week and on the show. All right. Mm. That sounds good. It's Bridgetown. It's summer camp. Goals. You can yeah. drink all day. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, it's the moderation, though, because if you do start, you to it's like, yourself. I, I don't drink any hard liquor during it. It's like just shitty beer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my my like, my like my tip is uh, Yerba Mate. Whitney Street taught me this uh-huh. because they're Rick brilliant was and know how to work yeah. a festival. Yerba Mate is the key because it's got some caffeine and it's got some, I don't know, other junk in it that might be good for you or something. But it keeps you sharp and hydrated a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. It's pretty good. Done because yeah, yeah, that's Greg the second straight tried... endorsement of that. Yeah. Right, we, yeah. I'm going to have to do it now. And for two people that, that we like. Sponsorship. Yerba Mate. Yeah, because Greg and I have tried in desperation with the, once it's getting late, like we've tried those like, five hour energies, which just make me feel like shit. Yeah, those I do things okay don't with work those. for me. It's Viso that I can't deal with. Viso makes me twitchy. Yeah, yeah. Viso makes my face hot and it tastes like dirty pool water. <laughs> <laughs> so not going for the Viso sponsorship. You guys, it's like meth. <laughs> not in the it's fun so way. Strong. Exactly. <laughs> Is there a fun meth? Sure. Sure. It's called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> or your mate. Your mate is amazing. You guys. Oh my god. Go with me. No. Like honestly, between the two, of, uh, between you and Noriko talking about, it, I really want to try it. It almost sounds like some new experimental drug that I've never tried. I'm like, oh, no, it's just like, like tea. Just tea. <laughs> it's just tea. It's old people drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Whitney, Whitney Street taught us well. <laughs> I know. We can't do real drugs because we might get a heart attack because we're too old now. So let's do some tea. <laughs> get some mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are awesome. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you. BridgetownComedy.com. We will see you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.